It's time for bed, little ones. Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Gone Fishing, The Succubus Part 2. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Traveling south out of Denmark, she continued to head south into Germany. The Protestant Reformation had already taken place and there was ongoing conflict between Protestants and Catholics. Richard was puzzled as to why this would matter to her. Unfortunately, she continued that during this time, Germany was at the height of a witch-hunting frenzy. One theory she had heard in her travels was the possibility of Protestants accusing Catholics and vice versa to be witches that drove up the number of people that were burned at the stake. Regardless, this was not a good time to be in Germany. Still, she kept heading south, enjoying the scenery, the people, and most of all, the young, nubile men. After passing Hamburg and traveling along the border between France and Germany, which gave her a chance to try Frenchmen, she decided to head southeast through Frankfurt and stopped at a nice little German hamlet, Rothenburg Ub de Tober. The hamlet was just getting over the bubonic plague, which happened a few decades earlier, and people were starting to come back to live there, so she figured that it would be a nice spot to take a break and rest. With the influx of new people, the hamlet getting back on its feet, trading starting back up, and so on, it would be difficult to keep track of people coming and going. Unfortunately, she said that due to the enormous selection of men, she got a bit careless. It was like being at a table of desserts and pastries. She admitted she got greedy and people were beginning to notice. Most of the young men who she preyed upon belonged to very prominent families. Rumors started spreading about the sudden deaths of these healthy young men, which could not be explained. Since a lot of these families had wealth, land, and money, people in towns and villages were being paid to keep their eyes and ears open for anything that might be considered suspicious. A few days after she got to Rothenburg ob de Tober, she met a young man whose name was Georg Christoph. After several unsuccessful attempts to win him over, she told Richard that a succubus cannot stand rejection, so she was going to try <laughs> one last to. time. Making her way into his bedchamber, past some guards, and opening his chamber door as quietly as possible, she explained that she was standing at the foot of his bed, but something didn't feel right. She moved closer to the bed and then climbed onto the bed itself. She could see Georg, but she couldn't possess or even glimpse his mind. 
Hearing a noise behind her, she quickly turned her head and took her eyes off of Georg, who, in an instant, threw a cold iron chain around her and started pulling on it with both of his arms. When she turned to look at him, she could feel herself starting to revert to her true form due to the cold iron. When someone came out of the shadows with another cold chain and threw it over her and started pulling, then another, until there were four chains around her being pulled by strong men. The chamber door opened and rushed several soldiers, an older woman and a Lutheran pastor. She told Richard that there was no point in resisting because of the effect of the chains around her especially if the chains were enchanted, which they were. She was then bound in irons and held in an enchanted iron cell until her trial.